What's up, everybody? Welcome back to High and Sightless, the sporadic podcast where I talk about life, role-playing games, or whatever else might be running around inside of my head. But mostly role-playing games, because sometimes they're delicious. It would not be Thanksgiving if there weren't some disasters, right? <laughs> like, that's just part of the whole process. When you're cooking a big feast... Not everything will go right. That's something to keep in mind. For those of you, you know, a lot of people get stressed out when they're cooking and around the holidays. You just, yeah, things are going to get fucked for sure. It's all about what you do with it afterwards. So, you know, start my day, get up early today, get everything, start to get set, get all my mise en place together, all my stuff and things, get the bird out, rinse it off, pat it dry. Cut up my mirepoix, throw a little in the bird, a little in the baking dish. I'm like, yeah, cool. So now I'll just mix together my spice mixture that I'm going to season the bird with inside and out. Make it, you know, I got to make a decent amount because it's a big ass bird and I'm going to use it in multiple things. So I make a good few tablespoons of it, you know, maybe a third third of a cup probably not maybe i don't know anyway have it all set boom immediately knock it onto the floor it shit is everywhere i was like okay good (laughs) that's the start of the day sweet so i get all that cleaned up make my spice mix again this time don't knock it over go to start peeling my potatoes friggin potato peeler slips out of my hand lands on the floor somehow just shatters (laughs) just fucking shatters i was like yep Okay, all right. So I was thinking about, I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to order a new one. But then, uh, so I called my mom and she's like, don't do that, that's stupid. And I was like, yeah, probably. (laughs) She's like, just use your cheese grater. So yeah, so I just used my cheese grater uh, just with a light touch. I used, uh, I used, I have one of the box graters. So I used the side where you can just make slices of cheese and you just use a light touch. Uh, just slide the potato down so they're good to go and yeah I bounced back from that and now I'm just kind of chilling having my first beer of the day I was listening to some Pink Floyd and then that switched to some Millen so it's pretty dope I have about an hour to kill before I need to go start making all the side dishes bird's been cooking for almost two hours now it's got two and a half or so left to go Things are progressing nicely. It's been a nice, mellow Thanksgiving. I have my living room rearranged, so it's a little more conducive for a chill spot, a hangout spot. So that's dope. And yeah, I hope, I don't know if this will come out on Thanksgiving, but if it does, I hope everyone has a very nice, low-stress day today. Uh, And if it comes out the day after, I hope everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving, if that's a thing that you do. So yeah. Let's let's get into some calls. Hey Joe, this is Carl and Amy, and we're driving off to Thanksgiving. So, happy, happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving! Hope you have a really good time, and uh, you and your friends enjoy your your cooking and baking. I'm jealous that you made uh, your own pumpkin pie, which I'm a big fan of. Although I'm have a, more of a preference for pecan pie. Uh, what do you think, Amy? We're having pumpkin cheesecake. I prefer it. Yes, our friend is making pumpkin cheesecake, and uh, and we're having more or less a traditional stuff. It's kind of cool. Amy does the turkey, and our friend uh, does the sides. Although Except it's a turkey roll this year. 
Yeah, it's a little different. It's a turkey roll this year that we really, we kind of beta tested it uh, earlier in the year and it was hella good. So we redid it. What do you think, Amy? I think it's good. You just have to take the breast off of the bone, pound it out, roll it up, and bake. All right. Well, happy Thanksgiving, Joe. Have a good one. That was maybe the most adorable voicemail I've ever got. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, yeah, turkey roll. All right. I hear you. I see ya. Just So you just kind of like spatchcocking, but a little more selective right and mostly i just wanted to say spatchcock right there because <laughs> it's a word that needs to get said more often it's showing up more and more in the you know youtube food scene i watch a lot of cooking videos a lot of different chefs cooking it up and it's just a fantastic term it's something i will never do it's way too complicated i don't have good knives either so i'm stoked that you're able to get that off and pound it out turkey roll sounds dope absolutely so does pumpkin pie cheesecake i don't eat nearly enough cheesecakes I, that, <laughs> that's just a fact of my life i don't have enough cheesecakes in my life but a pumpkin cheesecake sounds amazing so yeah ma'am, i might have to make one of those anyway thanks again for the message that was amazing you two are adorable i hope you had a really really cool thanksgiving safe travels and yeah Let's let's hear from I don't know somebody else. Hey Joe, yes, Man at Arms has always been named Duncan, technically sort of in the toy line. I don't know if he was ever given a proper name, um, but by the time of the original in the original filmation cartoon, they they named him Duncan. He was, you know, Man at Arms is his title. He was the King's Man at Arms, but his his given name was Duncan. And I don't know, there are these DC comics that sort of, where they they introduced the concept of Prince Adam as being the prince and having a secret identity as He-Man that, that didn't come with the, wasn't the premise of the original toy. And I don't know, because I've never read those comics, if, if that's also where they started calling Man-at-Arms Duncan or if it was just in the, the filmation cartoon. But pretty much, yeah, he's always been Duncan. That's not new to this particular um, series. Hey, Joe, Jason here. Yeah, Man-at-Arms has been Duncan since at least the car their first cartoons, so that, that's not anything new. As far as the new show goes, so to play Counterpoint, uh, aside from He-Man, who definitely played Prince Adam and He-Man, who definitely play a role, a major role in every episode, at least Prince Adam plays a major role in every episode, and He-Man does when he shows up, you could really argue the real movers and shakers in this series, especially the second half, are the women, Evelyn and Tila, right? You, you could argue that. Um, I'm not arguing that because I, I honestly, I think I like the first half better. I think the second half was too predictable, which is why I would score the second half lower than the first half because I think the second half was too, too predictable. But it's fine. Eh, whatever. It, I, I, I don't think there's anything to get angry about. I don't think there's any problems with it, but it's just something like Thanks, BJ and Jason. That's awesome. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I, like I said, I just couldn't remember if he was ever called Duncan before. And since Dune is so fresh in my mind, when they when they brought out Duncan, the name for the first time, I was like, huh, okay. But yeah, it's always been ever long enough since that. And yeah, BJ, uh, the whole, yeah, like you were saying, the Prince Adam thing didn't come around till the cartoon. It wasn't part of the original toys. 
And I, I remember when I got He-Man for the first time as a kid, the action figure, he totally had a friggin' axe, not a sword. He, and he had a shield. Um, and then they added the Prince Adam stuff, I, I guess, to make it more, like, kid palatable since, you know, it's, I don't know, it might be easier to tell those kind of stories to kids than, like, about a crazy super buff barbarian in the jungle. I don't know. I would have I would have preferred they drop the Prince Adam stuff because I never liked Prince Adam to begin with as a kid. I was like, give me He-Man. Prince Adam sucks. And yeah, Jason, as a, you know, to your counterpoint, uh, just, just because a story has female main characters and that females drive the action, that doesn't mean it's feminist. <laughs> that doesn't mean it's like feminist propaganda, which is what I said. I didn't say that the the women don't do anything in the second half. I just said it it kind of shatters all that ideas of this feminist propaganda. It's not. It's just there happen to be women as the main characters and that that's that's fine. <laughs> that's that's totally fine. So yeah, man, I don't know. I personally like the second half of Masters of the Universe better than the first half it like i said dude there's just more action and tila is less annoying i think that's that's fantastic and as far as predictability goes like yeah i don't know it like wasn't a murder mystery or anything i don't think there was anything all that shocking in the first half it was fairly predictable the first half i think this just followed along and again you know it's cool i'm not trying to convince you to like it or anything because as the new hip phrase goes the one that's everybody's throwing around these days your mileage may vary (laughs) i hear it on youtube channels i've heard you say it jason carl said it recently everybody's saying it man i don't I, i don't know how these things happen right how all of a sudden everyone just starts saying the same stuff it it frightens me it frightens me, but you, you, you have some more to say about uh, Masters of the Universe. You know, there was a lot more sex stuff in Masters of the Universe than the fisting reference. But if you want a fisting reference, how about this one? You could sell your arm. You could put my fist up your ass. True, and it would feel really good. But would it solve anything? That's from the live-action Cowboy Bebop on Netflix. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. We'll talk more about Cowboy Bebop later. But what sex stuff? Did I miss stuff? I mean, just little innuendos and shit, I guess. Nothing nothing as overt and just in your face as Fisto. And then just talking about how Skeletor deserves to get fisted and just all this really just fisting talk. It's... It's crazy. Uh, But yeah, when will we talk more about Cowboy Bebop? Maybe right now. So I don't know anything about Wheel of Time other than what you said with the spoilers. Man, what's up, Joe? Talking about the way magic works in the world and all that stuff. But anyway, I haven't read the books. So I, and honestly, I'm not worried about woke or not woke or whatever. It's friggin' entertainment. Come on. But based on what you're saying, I will check it out because it's got you fired up. I mean, you did kind of like 
the crappy written Masters Universe, but I'll give you a pass on that because that's probably nostalgia talking. So I'll I'll give this a chance when I get to it. I have to watch. I have to finish watching Cowboy Bebop live action because I'm really liking that, and then I'll have to watch Hawkeye, and then I'll get around to Wheel of Time. So it, it's on the list. It's just going to be a little bit before I get to it. Anyway, have a happy Turkey Day, my friend, and I'll be at work. So I will talk to you later. Bye. Yeah, and I hope you had a thanks happy Thanksgiving too, man. Oh, uh, yeah. As far as the crappily written part, I, I, you know, I, I enjoyed He Man well enough. <laughs> if you recall, I gave it a five and a six and a half, and only gave it a seven because it made people look like idiots. Uh, so that, you know, I, I don't know how much I liked it. I, I think it's fine. Just like you think it's meh, I think it's slightly better than meh. But yeah, man, it's funny. I've talked to two people now that are big fans of the books and then who have spouses that have not read the books. And in each case, the spouses who have not read the books like the show. My 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 buddy Woody who used to be in the group, he he's never read the books. He likes the show. So yeah, I, there's a lot to be had if you've never read the books. It, you'll probably like it maybe even... Well, if you do like it, you'll probably like it better than I like it. Because I can't... As much as I try, and I am trying very hard. I'm probably going to watch the third and then the new episode today. But as much as I try, it's hard for me not to be like... Well, that's not how it fucking happened. <laughs> like... There there are some major, major changes that they made to the books that, like I said, change the whole thesis of the book. But that's fine. It's its own thing. And like you said, it is just entertainment. Um Yeah, but I you know, I'm I'm not sure not sure that you understand what spoilers are. <laughs> I I don't think that word means what you think it means. Uh describing how a magic system works is not a spoiler. That's that's you're allowed to talk about a, a a piece of media without it being a spoiler, um, especially if they go into it within the first fifteen seconds of the first episode. But even beyond that, even if they didn't, that's not a spoiler, man. A spoiler is ruining plot points. You can talk about what happens without it being a spoiler. So yeah, but. Cowboy Bebop, again, my buddy Woody really likes it. He'd never, he's never seen the anime either or read the manga. Uh, you seem to like it. Same situation, not having seen the anime or read the manga. There's this YouTube channel I watch about comic books. The guy, I do not like the guy. <laughs> I do not like him. He actually lives up in my area. And, yeah, we, we do not align at all and he does not like the show so i'm curious to see what you have to say jason he says the show is smug he says the show is trying to prove to you how clever it is and he can barely stand it so what do you what do you think to that is it is it smug do you because i've never seen it so do you think it's smug do you think it's too clever for its own good and it's trying to shove in your face how clever it is i don't even really know what that criticism means, but that's what this dude says. And 
So I, I just think it's cool that two people that I like, you, Jason, and my buddy Woody, have both watched it and said, yeah, this show's pretty awesome. And then this one dude that I do not like is like, this show sucks. So I will have to check it out. As far as Hawkeye goes, nah, I got no interest in that Marvel stuff. I think it's completely all overplayed, and I'm just, I'm so tired of it. I am so tired of it. Like, if they never make any more comic book adaptations to the big screen, I would be the happiest person ever. Because they're just, (laughs) they're not very good when it comes down to it. People go and see them and they make a shitload of money, but they're not... Talk about predictable. <laughs> like, you didn't like the second part of He-Man because it's predictable. Show me something in Marvel Cinematic Universe that is not predictable. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm just so over the Marvel stuff by like a million percent. But, you know, mileage may vary. <laughs> mileage may very all right i think you got some more stuff to say dude okay pulling another norton so you just answered carl about the funnel and you pretty much nailed it it's not that we're scared of it it's that you get sick of it because in the funnel you can't use all the special things in bcc your character doesn't have a class so you don't get to use any of the class abilities or any of the special stuff all you're doing is you, you know you have this character with one to four hit points who can just do a basic attack action and that's it. And that kind of is boring. And, you know, it doesn't take advantage of what's cool about DCC. So to start the campaign, it's fine. But doing a bunch of funnels, yeah, it's, it sucks. Why would you want to do that? I, I don't know. I wouldn't want to do it. I am going to run a funnel, though. I hope maybe next Thursday where our Cyberpunk game would go. It's a DC funnel, but it's set in the 80s and it's a horror movie, which is why it works that all your characters die because everybody dies and or a bunch of characters are going to die because that works in a horror movie. So watch for that. Now that, that sounds cool. That sounds like it makes sense why you'd, I mean, I get the concept of a funnel. And like I said, yeah, doing it to start a campaign one time would be awesome. Except what do you do if all of your characters die? Then, (laughs) then what? I, I don't know. It's just, it seems like one of those, mechanic thing I, i've never done one right and your your 80s funnel murder horror movie thing sounds dope dude if that's what we're playing this coming thursday i'm down sign me up i've never i've never done one so it should be fun i'm excited to throw some meat shields at some monsters or a murderer or whoever i like that that sounds like a good time dude sounds like a perfect melding of you know mechanic and genre so dope good stuff yeah all right i think that's all the calls uh so let me let me get out of here yeah so clearly i well i don't know if it's well it's got to be clearly because i'm releasing this after thanksgiving (laughs) this did not get released on thanksgiving when i first started recording it it was kind of just you know, things are just starting to build. But yesterday, between the cooking and the hosting and the cleaning, I put in a 14 and a half hour day, I think. I started work at 9 and everyone, I got finished cleaning around 1130 or so. 
Yeah, it was quite the day. It was quite the day. And now it's like not even 7 o'clock in the morning the following day. And I'm wide awake recording the rest of this episode. So that's dope. But seriously, I hope you all had a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving. Mine was fantastic. I loved it. It was a small gathering, you know. But it was it was great. It was really fun. We drank some beers, ate a lot of good food, watched some football, just chatted, had just a super, super fun, relaxing, stress-free Thanksgiving, man. And I hope all of you did as well. Everyone who celebrates Thanksgiving, I hope you did. Everyone else, I hope you had a fun day too. You know, my sister isn't a huge Thanksgiving fan and she was going to do some fun stuff. So yeah, that's awesome. No harm, no foul right there. And thank you so much, uh, Carl and Amy, again, for the awesome Thanksgiving wishes. I love that message. You two are adorable. Absolutely. BJ and Jason, thank you for the calls as well. Thank you for answering my question about Man at Arms and Duncan. That was very informative to, I mean, probably only me, because everyone was probably like, duh, yeah, it's always been Duncan. Fair enough. (laughs) Fair enough. As we know by now, I am often wrong. Oh, man. So, that's it, folks. This is a great, great Thanksgiving. I got another day off, and then the weekend happens, and then back to work. Yeah, so, you know, I hope everyone is having a nice little vacation, if you are. And if you're not, I hope you get one soon. Because all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. So until next time, folks, stay full. (laughs) Stay energetic. Stay happy and healthy. And we'll talk soon. Peace out.